And we're back with another episode of Strategy in the Virtual Controller. Uh, my name's Damien Greathead. I'm sitting in sunny Sydney overlooking the beach, and it's a beautiful day out here. Um, Penny, my co-host, how are you? What's happening in San Diego? Well, it's a sunny day in San Diego, and I'm overlooking the beach also, but on the other side of it. Yeah, I guess it is the Pacific, yeah. So we're looking at the same beach, just <laughs> from different views. And different um, times so- <laughs> At different times of the day and, and different days, in fact. Yeah, um, so so here we are, uh, episode, I think we're up to episode 14 of Strategy in the Virtual Controller. We got past Unlucky 13, which was good. Um, folks, you can find us at satvc.co. Let me just get some of the housekeeping out of the way. So satvc.co. Uh, you can go there to catch up on the latest episodes. You can download any of the notes or any of the articles that we do uh, that we do mention throughout the webinar. But today, Penny um, wanted to talk about this little black dress in detail. We t- we've touched on it on episodes past, um, and and the little black dress I think is a phenomenal analogy for this concept of a tech stack. You and I have been to well. You you taught me about tech stacks many moon many years ago, um, and and it, it was almost as if when we talked about uh, tech stacks, I, I think the name and the wording and the nomenclature has, has become much more widespread today. But but back then, people's eyes just glazed over, and 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 people looked at us saying, "Stacks, stacks of technology. What on earth are you talking about?" And the way that you helped people to understand this um, was the little black dress. Well, 50% of the audience understood it. The other 50, the other 50% didn't. So, so let's, let's dive deep today into this, this, this idea of the little black dress. Okay. So the little black dress came from the concept of in Santa Monica, actually, I came up with it because uh, I couldn't get the way. I don't think I used the word tech stack, tech stack. And there was no, uh, ecosystem, technology ecosystem, or anything. I just had that diagram of SaaS, PaaS, you know, managed servers, uh, desktop applications, and then you got the cloud. And um, so I'm standing there and everybody's looking at me all closed, closed over. And I thought, well, every woman has a black dress in her closet. That's the base of her clothing. And, uh, and okay, if I'm going to sound pejorative or sexist in this, I'm sorry, but every woman has a black dress. And some of them might have, it's a co- their, their favorite black dress is a cocktail dress. Some of them, their favorite black dress has long sleeves. Some of them, their favorite black dress is a mini skirt. Some of them, it's a strapless. It doesn't matter, but it's a basic black dress that they can add accessories to and change the look depending on the event or mood that they're in. So you always have to have a base. And so I said, look at everybody, if you're going to be in the cloud, if you're going to do this type of cloud technology, if you, if you, if you want to do CFO type services, fractional CFO type services, if you want to do advisory services beyond just advising on tax twice a year and then doing the tax return, you have to have some kind of level of upfront franchise on the business that businesses that you're working with. And so in this case, we're talking about uh, a, a, an accounting business or a uh, fractional CFO business that works with small business owners. So if you're going to do that, you should 
in, in, in the best world is have the same GL for everybody. Decide mm-hmm. what it is. That should be, is it going to be zero? Is it going to be QBO? Uh, is it going to be Sage Intech? Whatever it is you want, is it going to be accounting suite? Um, start with your basic GL. Everybody's on the same GL. And then what other basic items do you know that every small business owner either needs now or is going to need within the first year of their existence? If And it's going to be GL plus expense management, right? Because everybody's got to track the money going out of the business. And mm-hmm. the money going out of every business isn't always written by a paper check. It's spent in a multitude of different ways. And at that time, which was 2016, it was primarily through debit cards and credit cards and checks. Um, and then um, it was... No, actually, this is 2013 we did this. It was 2013, 2014, yeah. Not long ago. Yeah. Wickedly old. So uh, then the next thing was, okay, everybody's going to need sometime, unless they are, even if they're self-employed, they may eventually want to go on payroll. Yep. Uh, Or at least using payroll from a standpoint of just paying their payroll taxes. Uh, But there's going to have to be a payroll system in place, and you want everybody on the same payroll system. And so everybody's on the same expense management system, everybody's on the same GL, everybody's on the same payroll system, and maybe, I think what other thing, oh, AP, accounts payable, yeah. uh, because not everything is expensed, sometimes you have accounts payable, and so you want to pick an accounts payable system. And I said, that okay, here's my, that's my black dress. And um, I actually put a time tracker in there, too. And then I said, uh, okay... If everybody that I do business for, if I do accounting type business for work, they all are in the same GL. They're all using the same uh, payroll. They're all using the same uh, expense tracker. They're all using the same time tracker. Um, Now, my onboarding of that client just became much easier. Uh, What if they're in a different system? Well, they want to work with me. To, I need to show them why they want to work with me. Um, and once they do, I just change their system. And I, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people say, uh, most accountants sort of react to what their clients are using when they come through the front door. But for, for the most point, I, I haven't met too many, I haven't met any business owners that are so enamored with their payroll uh, payroll provider or so enamored with their um, their AP function or so enamored with their expense management that that they would consider, well, I'm not going to work with you if you're going to force me to leave. In many respects, they're coming to you for that expertise, aren't they? Yeah. They're coming to you for that back office um, expertise. And so th- this, in in the first instance, is a, is a real opportunity. I'm not provide value. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but to sort of provide some insight and provide some recommendations to streamline what's happening in that function that, that you're the expert in. Yeah, I mean, because you begin, if you stick with the same apps, you become very, very good at those apps. Not only do you become very good at those apps, but so does everybody in your business, your office, your but firm. I think most imp- but then most importantly, the, the experience for the customer, the client, is as close to consistent each and every time. So yes. because your t- your team is not learning seven different payroll um, 
platforms to, to run payroll, you know, and you can almost guarantee what the experience is going to be like for the client as a result of this consolidation and standardization. Well, yeah, and not only that, you can use the, at that time, uh, minimal AI qualities uh, and now much more robust because the robots learn yep. <laughs> um, the much more robust functions of AI to get it even more streamlined and uh, keeping an eye on expansion. Uh, so if that's the case now, that's my black dress. So now when and, somebody comes in, the front end onboarding of the client. Because if you remember back then when we did that workshop, the first thing I asked seek people is like, I want you all to write down what's the onboarding of your client. Yeah, what happens when a client walks, and, a new and client walks through the like door. Everybody was the headlights. Yeah. You know, like, well, I don't do that. But well, yeah, we, we, collect their, we collect their name, their phone number, their tax file number, and, and IRS, and away we go. <laughs> you got, it's, got, it's, it's not everybody is going to be exactly the same. But it's kind of like Burger King. You can have a hamburger. You can have it any way you want. But it's going to be basically a hamburger with bun. Okay. But also the, the, the quite nice thing about that, as you said, it's going to be a hamburger. So it does actually give you those barriers to say, here's what my little black dress is. is th- these are the types of business that my little black dress is optimized for. So when another business comes to you that's outside of that, that's that standard, it makes it a lot easier for you to turn around and say, no. This isn't a good fit. I I know you came from a referral from one of our restaurant clients, but you're a uh, you're a plumber, and I have no idea about plumbers. So um, thank you, but let me connect you with someone who specialises in plumbers. Exactly. So you you get your your uh, Oppenheimer's idea of we are now centers of influence, and yeah. you know Robert Oppenheimer's book of uh, the the robots are coming. So remember that book. I think I mentioned it and. So he talks about that concept of that shared, uh, you're still the trusted advisor, but you are maybe pushing them in a different way. But then there's another, if you add in the fact that, remember I talked to you about pods earlier, you can eventually get to the point where I've got this vertical, say I do restaurants and I know about toast, all my restaurants that use the toast POS system, all my restaurants... I've got them on the same banking system and I've got them on the same GL and I've got them on, you know, all of that's done. And I've got a team that knows how to run it and everything's working smoothly. I create another pod. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go look at plumbers. Now I'm going to build a new black dress. This time my cocktail dress is a sleeveless. The restaurant one is a strapless. This one is a sleeveless head because I don't need sleeves while I'm working on plumbing. So, um, so, but I do need to hold the dress up a little bit better. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, so. A, what a lovely analogy that's got. But, but also the other side of it, you're, you're, you're actually building something very saleable, um, which I think is really important. And at some point in time, I, I've actually seen practice uh, businesses where they, they actually sell off or that they sell off certain certain pods because they might be slowing down, or or they might want to move them in into a, another <laughs> into a, into another section. So th- this this is another way in which you can think about growing your business and also sort of transitioning your business as well, getting different black dresses for for different segments that you serve. 
Well, I always told people, I said, you know, if you were going to sell your accounting business or bookkeeping business, um, you're selling, I always heard, well, you're selling your customers' names. And then the new owners have to go in and do the work and hope the customers stay with them. And you get paid a percentage of the, of the length of time that the clients stay with that firm. But what if you were not just selling the customer's name, you were selling the playbook? Now the value be- goes up a little bit because there's much more of a guarantee that that small business is going to stay with the new ownership of the new accounting business. Um, well, it's not just the client list, it's the recurring revenue, that, that, that monthly recurring revenue, which is what we've been talking about, this back, off, back office solution. So you have an automatic ACH agreement and you're, you're getting paid you know, automatically. You're, not, you're sending them an invoice that's already been marked paid. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's also another thing for um, business owners that do accounting and bookkeeping to be thinking about what's more valuable, a, a once a year activity or, or seeing this client on a, a monthly cadence to talk revenue, talk cash flow, talk growth, uh, that that's going to be uh, infinitely more valuable as a multiple of that revenue than the traditional um, than a traditional uh, once a year tax shop. Well, like what Brian did, you know, when you had him, uh, Brian was one, we talked to Mike and Brian, you know, about how they separated out their firm, stayed and remained friends. You know, Brian, who does those startups and then ends up becoming their family wealth management person too, on top of that. So he's got his group that handles the business and then he does the personal wealth management for these small business owners. So, I mean, it's, you could, you could, it's almost like you can, if you have a base and you have a target, start there and then grow. I mean, even if, even if you're currently right now in a position where you've got a bunch of different businesses that you do accounting for and you want to do this month to month and you close it every month and you have the conversation and and you don't know how to get started, that first that first little tool that I had them sit down with that Excel spreadsheet and go, list the businesses that you like, list the applications that they're in, list the things that you do for them, and put them in and sort them and find a group in there that you like. All these people that do construction work, I like them. They all use this GL. And they all pretty much go this way. That's my first pod. That's my first target. I'm going to build my black dress for that. And I'm going to go out and push and get more of those clients. Some of these other clients that don't fit that mold, they, you know, they're not, they're not playing along with the game anyways. They will either fall off or they'll come in line. But in the meantime, I'm going to build this one pod. And this one little black dress is going to define that. Now, each of those construction clients may have one unique accessory that they need but that's just one unique accessory yeah and i think that exercise is incredibly valuable in in our previous episodes we've sort of talked about looking at your client base through through the lens of do i like working with them are they good people do they listen to my advice uh do they pay me on time and so this exercise is sort of taking it to a slightly more granular level to look at the commonalities around 
what they do, the tools they use. Um, and and you'll, you'll be surprised that when you do go through that exercise and just a very simple Excel spreadsheet, you'll see commonalities across these clients. And you may not have, um, you may not have just restaurants, but uh, or, or just plumbers, but you might have plumbers, electricians, contractors, cleaning companies, sort of that ancillary, that ancillary across your, your, your customer base. And that might be where you start. And, and as you said, you, you've got the, the core, but then you're going to have some of those accessories depending on the industry. I, I like that a lot of other folks out there will say, get rid of everything else that's not in that, in that pod. But that's not actual reality. Just sort of yeah. put them aside. Don't try to force the, the the square peg into the round hole. Just put them aside. They they might become another pod farther down the track. But just focus on on that that client base at the moment that has those commonalities that you can develop this pod that you can develop this black dress and then start to to build on on top of that. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a a squeaky wheel that doesn't pay and doesn't do what you ask it to do, why are you even worrying about it? Um, just put it off to the side. When they want something, they'll provide you with the information you need to quickly give them the information. Don't waste any energy on them. Look at that pod, even if it's just five, even if it's just five businesses that are really working with you well and train yourself on them. Just train yourself. And I've gotten... I've got no data to. Well, I, I've got so I've got no real data to say this, but I can almost guarantee you that that five will quickly become six, seven, eight, nine, ten through I referrals, Be because oh, yes. of the, the experience that you yeah, <laughs> because of that experience that you create for them, um, and the ability to 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 talk to them about their business um, as a result, and 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 to be able to make recommendations based on your previous experiences. We're going to use this GL. We're going to, we've got to solve this AP function. We've got to make sure that our payroll and our time time tools are talking to each other and that that information's flowing automatically. We don't want to waste time rekeying data. All of the, these types of conversations um, are what build trust and build value and credibility. Uh, and I can, yeah, as I said, almost guarantee you that the referrals will come in asking about those services, those tools, um, not not the not the cheapest tax return in town, for example. Yeah, right. People don't want the cheapest thing. I mean, if they do, I mean, there are people out there that do. Uh, I don't tend to hang out with them very much. Um, <laughs> right now, Right now, the, 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 this is such a, an amazingly different time. Um, it's, I, 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 I've never seen it like this before. I've never, I mean, it's like I've been working in this industry since 1993. And um, um, ancillary, peripheral, and then in the thick of it uh, since 1993. And this is the first year. I, 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 I take COVID out of it because that tax year was horrendous. But um, this is, we've been, we've been talking about it uh, with my India crew. This is the first August. We've never been able to take a break. Uh, and, you know, my partners in India have been doing American 
uh, accounting and tax since 2003. And even they thought they were going to get a breather in August. And they're like, there is no break. Nope. <laughs> it's no flipping break. And I mean, there's, there's good in that. I mean, nobody's upset about it. And we certainly load leveling to give everybody some time off. I just took two days off. Yay. Off the grid. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's this is a, a, a perfect time when I would say the stars are in alignment. Maybe it's the age of Aquarius. I don't know. Dating myself again. But um, it's like everything's aligned with those people who see that the forward progression is to don't argue about the cloud. Don't argue about the online. Don't argue about the sharing of information. Let's just as a group move together and move forward. Um, and in order to do that, we all have to be on the same understanding. We all have to have the same little black dress as our starting point, and we can expand and accessorize and grow out from there. Whether that accessory is another pod, whether that accessory is individual little apps for individual businesses within that pod of black, one black dress, but we have the bandwidth now to do that because we've allowed ourselves the space by taking those things that are franchisable and actually making them franchisable. So now so let's, let's actually, what I, what I want to sort of spend the next part of t today's episode on is how do I decide on the components of my little black dress? There's um, a skateboarder going past my house right now. Um, but, but, but how do, there's, 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 I mean, off the top of my head, I can sort of name five GLs, four payroll providers, 17 expense processing, three AP. And that's just sort of off the top of my head. How yeah. do I, let's just start at the GL. How do I start and how do I decide on, on my components of this little black dress? Uh, you know, I, I was talking to uh, a new client that came in. Uh, he does fractional CFO work and uh, he's like, <laughs> I was, I think it was like, it was four o'clock in the morning uh, about, a week ago, and he slacked me a message. And I'm going, okay, people ask me, do I ever sleep, but do you? You know, because he's in the same time zone as I am. So I know it's four o'clock in the morning for him too. And he wants to know, he goes, of these three KPI reporting systems, which one do you think I should use? Oh, and I didn't I guess, even get to KPI reporting. <laughs> I know. And I, just said, I said, well, which one do you like? He goes, well, I just wondered which one you liked. And I go, I don't give a damn which one you use. We've used them all. We can figure out what you need. Which one do you like? Because frankly, you're the one who's going to be sitting in front of the client, working with them in that. Now, the client's never going to get in the KPI, but you're going to be presenting the reports from it. Um, it's the same with the GL. Which one do you like? Yeah. Which one and, and are you comfortable with? Because you know, at the end of the day, if you put all these apps on top of it, you literally, the GL is just the GL. Yeah. It might have a different color. It might have a different name, but it's a GL. Yeah, and and also it does eighty percent of what you need it to do, and 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 across if the tool. Micromanage and get a hundred percent of it. You know what? You'll be in your grave still going. I'm going to do this someday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we know a few of those. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, you know, take the leap. I mean, you know, I might not want to have wanted to get into that 12 foot wave that got me 
Uh, I wasn't expecting it. And, uh, but once I was in it, I rolled under that wave pretty well. <laughs> and, and, and that's it. And that's it. You rolled with the punches and you learned and you didn't make the same mistake again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't turn my back to a wave while I was taking a picture of somebody else. <laughs> I was sitting on my board. Going, oh, um, but, but I think, okay. So I, you know, it's sort of funny because I think a lot of people spend all this time analyzing, um, uh, analyzing these tools to, to make sure that it does as close to 80, 85, 90% of what they want them to do. But at the end of the day, what you're sort of saying is, do you like sitting in front of it? Do you like the, do you like the support that you get from it? Do they have a good program that supports accountants and pro advisors? And ultimately th- they're probably more important than that extra um, 5% of functionality that you need for 5% of your clients. I mean, obviously, if your pod is, is very focused on on a particular niche, then maybe you don't want to be um, working with a tool that doesn't uh, pr- provide for that. But at the end of the day, um, you like sitting in front of, it's intuitive to you, your clients, in, your clients like the output, uh, and they've got a good support program. I think they're probably the fundamentals. Oh, Without a doubt, support of the app. How are they going to support you? And how are they going to support your customers, your clients? Primary number one on picking the app. The support of the app is critical. Um, do they have video training? Do they have, do they have a, a chat bot that's turned off half the time? <laughs> Do they, do they have uh, somebody who has an understanding? I mean, you could tell, come on, you can tell when you're on the chat how long they delay when you ask a question. Um, you know, you, they're looking it up somewhere. You know, so what's the support like? Um, how do you feel working in it? And remember, like when the client, there's client-facing apps that your clients are going to use. And then there's stuff that, Chances are, if you have all these apps on top of it, they're not ever going to get in the GL. Um, if you work this right, they never get in the GL. Because I have like 10 clients who probably don't even know how to log in to their QuickBooks or Zero. Oh, that's the ideal state. Never got, but they know how to log into all the apps I put on top of it. Yeah. So have you practiced with those apps as, you, as if you were a client user? rather than looking at it because the, your viewpoint of the app is completely different from their viewpoint. So then what are you happy with? So again, do you want a strapless black dress? Do you want a sleeveless black dress? Do you want a long black dress? Do you want a midi? Do you want a maxi? Do you want a mini? I mean, what do you, do you want something that's poofy? Do you want something that's tight? That's, that has to be on how you feel walking around in the dress or the apps, right? How does it feel on you? And then from the standpoint of how does this app feel for the client? So what is it? You have to practice with it. Um, and, you know, get feedback. Get feedback from if you're an individual one-off, one-person firm, it's a business, that's one thing. But if you've got other people that are going to be interacting, sit down. Have them play with them all. Which one do they like? Take a vote. What's the mobile experience like? Yeah, I think that's another important one, particularly check for client, on the client-facing tools. Yeah, don't just check it on an iPhone. Check it on an Android. You yeah. know, you know, check it all out. Uh, uh, check it in Chrome. Check it in Safari. Um, check it on a Mac. Check it on. I've got a Chromebook, a Mac, and a Windows machine. Um, yeah. 
only because I like buying technology and I'm a little weird about that. But, you know, I do play, I'm on, I'm on a different one every day. It keeps my brain sharp. My, my Aunt Rose always said, always use your brain, Penny. If you, as soon as you stop losing it, stop using it, you'll start losing it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And Penny, I, th- I think that's um, Aunt Rose. I think her advice is is a good place for us to end that conversation today around the little black dress. I think we've got. I think we can um, dig deeper into the back office toolkit, and I'm not sure if uh, and how we refer to that. I think that the other side of things that I do want to make sure we get an episode on um, is is how to talk to your clients about these apps, getting them engaged, and and I think a lot of accountants overthink it. But let's um, let's sort of talk about that onboarding experience and introducing technology. To yeah, clients. who should be doing that? Yeah, yeah. Who should we, be doing talk, it? Yeah. So let's let's. I think they're they're really good topics for for future episodes. So let's leave it there on the little black dress, um, folks. If you if you've got any questions about the little black dress analogy about tech stacks, um, reach out to us via LinkedIn. You can find Penny Breslin and Damien Greathead. You can find us on LinkedIn. Our profiles are on the the website satbc.co. Uh, so all that information is there. Uh, also, do us a favor and and. Um, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, write a review for us, rate us on, on those app platforms that you listen to us from. Uh, that'll help us um, get our name out there. So, uh, Penny, always a pleasure. Look forward to our episode next week. Um, and until then, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Damien. Have a good day.